Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kane and Tommy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to be on the show, this is a show where I give unprofessional advice to total strangers. So if you need advice and you don't want anyone to really know about your problem, you could call into my show and I'll give you advice. It's unprofessional, yes, but I think it's good advice. (laughs) Um, And you remain totally anonymous. That's why it's called Strictly Anonymous. If you want to follow the show on Twitter, oh, if you want to be on the show, email me at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to follow the show on Twitter, follow the show at Strictly Anonymous or follow me at Cartoon Therapy. Um, Today, I have a listener on the show (coughs) and her name is Diamond. She was a listener and she emailed me. And said, hey, I have this problem. I'm dating a guy who's kind of like a total douchebag. And she just felt, I think, kind of like a little trapped and needed some advice. And that's what we talk about. I had a guy call up recently that thought he was dating a narcissist. And he really wasn't. He was just dating a young girl that was like probably not into him anymore. This girl's definitely probably dating a narcissist or a sex addict. Or he's definitely like a type, you know. So I think it's an interesting call because we've all been there done that or most women that are listening to this podcast will probably be able to relate and if you can't relate good for you you probably had a great dad but most of us didn't (laughs) and most of us are attracted to scumbag dudes her guy's not that great he's uh he 
and that's I'm just going to leave it at that so you could like just listen to how the story unfolds. So anyway, I will be right back on with Diamond. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. So, hey, Diamond, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. So um, you're a listener of the show, right? You just started listening to the show and you have a problem, right? So you just emailed me recently looking to be on the show. And you, I really don't know much about your problem, which is the way I prefer to go into my calls. I think you said someone's cheating on you and you kind of can't break up with him, which I could totally relate to. And I think a lot of people can. Is that what the situation is? Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a weird situation because I've, um, I really don't think I've ever found myself in a relationship like this before. Um, I think what had, what happened was I was coming out of a a marriage. I was coming out of a six year marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was kind of looking for that rebound relationship where it was just no strings. Um, not really anything emotional, um, but I'm also the type of girl that I'm just not going to go and, you know, fuck a bunch of random people mm-hmm. either. I'm going to be, you know, I I like to, I like emotion, but I, I don't want to get too close at that point. So what well, happened Maybe you just I, want to be sort of like, uh, like not that serious, but with one person, right? Exactly. Right. Exactly. And that's, and that is what I was looking for. Um, so when I, I had moved uh, back home after the divorce, um, I had ran into somebody that I knew um, over the, you know, just probably over the last eight years I have known of him. And I knew kind of his type and I knew that he wasn't anything uh, relationship material that I would be interested in. Mm-hmm. However, however, he was that one type of guy that you would like to hang out with and he would be a good time. Right. Well, did you ever listen to Dr. Guy's A Total Womanizer? <laughs> did you right. listen to that episode? Because that's the kind of guy you're probably talking about. I need to. Oh, see? yeah, you should. I dated him. That's all about my relationship with him, actually. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so he's like a fun, cool guy. But you know you would never take him seriously because maybe he's like a player. But he's maybe good looking and fun to be with. So, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then, of course, you know, I get a month or two into this and the dude's telling me, you know, oh, I'm in love with you. <laughs> and I'm I'm saying, no, what the fuck? You know, like, this is the last thing that was supposed to happen, you know, and I'm not going to lie. Like, we had a lot. And I think that that's why is because it was like, hey, we're friends. Nothing is, you know, and I told him, I was like, if you're seeing other people, I, you know, just let me know. And he said, no, like. I just want to see you, you know. Okay, but let me back up and just ask you some background questions. So how old are you? I am 28. Okay, and how old were you when you got married? I was young. I was was 21 when I got married, or when I started dating him, and then I was married to him. He was... uh, he uh, had a job where he was out of the country a lot. So it was something where like literally half of our marriage, he was gone. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so, and that was the case before when you guys were dating too? Or uh, 
No, no. He, I mean, he was here. Right. Um, and then he so, started flying out. And so th- th- is that what sort of made you guys break up? Is that what eventually came uh, Yeah. Yeah. We just, we lost that disconnect or we had like a disconnect. We lost, um, you know, sexually. And, and, you know, that was another, that was another thing that I kind of told you in my email. Mm-hmm. I, I did, I cheated on him. Yeah. That's where I was going with um, that. <laughs> I did. Right. Yeah, I had a, uh, I had an affair. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, it was after we started having some problems, but I was very open with him. I mean, I told him about it. Um, and I, I did ask for a divorce after that. Okay. So um, how, wait, but who did, did you just have like, did you cheat on him with a bunch of people or just like that uh, one person no, that you had the affair no. with? And who did you, was, where did the, affair, a, how did the affair start? Was it like someone you worked with? It was a personal trainer. He was my personal trainer. Oh, the hot personal trainer. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it was. Oh, yeah, um, it's like straight out of the, a, a show. You like a TV I show. I swear to God. I know. And I, it felt so cliche. Um, yeah, because, you know, you were with him every day. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he was turning my body into something great. Mm-hmm. And they touch you. <laughs> yeah. I've had personal trainers. Yeah. Like, their whole, you know, they're spotting you and stuff. It could get sort of like, you know, you're in each other's intense. energy. Yeah, totally. It could be get, become flirtatious. And then it could definitely cross that line if, like, you're attracted to that person, right? Because you it are did. very close physically. It did. Yeah. How so did we, you cross we, the line, though? Because you're married, right? Uh, and the guy knew you were married, right? Well, and he was actually married. Um, we were both going through marital problems at the same time. So it was like we seen each other so much mm-hmm. that like the gym was my outlet and I was going to the gym and I would I would um, I would kind of vent to him mm-hmm. and he would vent to me about his situation. And, you know, I, and I don't know. I mean, looking back now, I'm like, that was a really stupid idea because he, you know, here's this guy. And he was probably vulnerable and you were vulnerable. And then that was just a bad situation. So. Yeah, but how did it cross the line from like, how did, who's the first person that said like, hey, let's go out outside it of the gym. Little, like, how did you little, wind up screwing him? Like, how oh, does it go it from little. like training to like sex? Yeah, it was little things like um, he would talk about my body and like how my body is turning into what I want it to and um, how strong I'm getting. And, and he would kind of brag on me and, uh, you know, and, about his other clients about me and different things like that um and then eventually one day uh I remember he like walked by me and he like grazed his hand on my thigh and when that happened I was like I felt you know obviously excited Mm -hmm. and I was like wait a minute you know this is different and he knew what he was doing um and then it was like a little bit of like a oh god it was like a three-month foreplay after that you know it was like we were training every day everything every single touch became something a little bit different. It was a little bit more sensual. We were kind of like watching when people weren't, uh, around. Um, and then just one day I just asked him, I was like, you know, I was just like, I, why don't we meet up and just talk? Um, (laughs) why don't we just meet up and talk? And we obviously knew what was going to happen. Uh And, and we did. And, you know, after that, we started seeing each other, like you know, regularly. maybe like, yeah, it was pretty regularly. Where were and you banging? With, like in cars? Cars on the beach. Um, uh, yeah, there there was a little bit of everywhere. <laughs> and, you know, that was like. Because you can't go to each other's thing. houses, right? Because like he's married, you're married. That's why I always like I'm interested in cheating. Sex is always like in the backseat of a car. Or, like, it was I don't like know. Walmart it's kind of fun, lot, right? <laughs> in the yeah, Walmart yeah, parking was, lot? Yeah, yeah, no joke. Um, it it was exciting, you know. Totally. And my life at that point, it was just kind of like, I was like, here I am. I'm like, I'm a housewife. Uh, Do you have kids? 
I do. I have two kids. Okay. And how I, old were your kids so at I, the time? How big were they? How um, old were you around? They were two and eight mm-hmm. around, roughly. And, you know, they were, so I had a nanny and they were kind of with them mm-hmm. when I was out doing this stuff or when I was at the gym, you know, there was daycare and. Yeah, totally. You know, I wasn't working at this time. I was just kind of staying at home with my kids. Mm-hmm. So I, this became my outlet. Right. Uh-huh. And how many so, times did you bang him or like, you know, before you started to feel guilty and and tell your husband, right? Because you said you eventually told him, right? I didn't feel guilty. I, I didn't because at this point. Oh, I thought you said you told so, him. Oh, I did. I did. I told him. But as far as feeling guilty, I didn't feel guilty because at this point he had become so emotionally abusive towards me. Oh, really? Yeah, mm-hmm. like um, we were fighting nonstop, and then I found out he was—he um, had done some dirt where he was at, and he admitted to that. And then at this point, I was just like, you know what? We're downhill super fast. You know, like he was t- already talking to a divorce lawyer, so you know, <clears throat> I just told him. I was. Oh, just like, I get it. So you just kind of threw it in his face. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I was just like, you know, this is what's going to happen, and he—we basically agreed you know, that we were going to, you know, go our separate ways at that point. Right, right, right. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So why do you but, think that, that was know, a bad, like, I'm not to say that it wasn't like, I don't know, like, cause I'm not going to condone cheating and, and cheating in every situation is very different, right? You always need to get the backstory, right? Like, look at your guy right. was cheating on you anyway, right? Your husband, is that what you meant when he said he uh, was? His, his was more like a one-time thing. See, mine was like an everyday, like we had like an eventually whatever turned into that. It was like an emotional thing Did for he me. tell his wife ever or did she ever Yeah, he out? left her. He left her mm-hmm. and he left her for a while. Um, and you guys were together? Realized, yeah. Until he realized that I was never going to um, just like I was stuck in this really weird place in my life and I was not going to move on with my trainer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Why? know. Why? Because he was a trainer know. or because it's just so cliche or like as he was I, like you're sort I, of your stepping board. You know what I mean? Like your stepping stone out of your marriage. Like you couldn't see him as exactly or is it because he was a trainer like what was your deal I think it was just a a lot of different things it was mostly you know because he was like my uh, sometimes I kind of like looked at him like god like my whole life just came crumbling down and it's not your fault but you were there (laughs) you know what I mean (laughs) totally I think it makes a lot of sense to somebody else that's like to somebody in that position if they you know (sighs) Yeah. And, you know, I said, I did say, you know, I didn't feel guilty at the time and I didn't, Mm -hmm. and I'll be honest with you. I didn't feel guilty at the time, but now, now, you know, it's been a few years later. Now I do, I do look back and I do say, God, you know, what what were you doing? Right. You could have handled it differently. Right. I definitely, Mm -hmm. definitely. So if anything, it was a learning experience and, you know, I have a lot of insight, you know, when I'm giving information and advice to my friends about stuff like that. So I feel like I've learned from it. Definitely. Yeah. And that's what, listen, that's what it's all about. Right. And you're still in your twenties. Right. I mean, you're still in your twenties now. And how old were you when you were doing that? You know, you're raising two kids. I mean, like, come on, please. You could give yourself a break. And that's what, that's why, I mean, to me, like life is not supposed to be be perfect right like you have to make mistakes because that's how you learn right and that's exactly. and so people that judge people exactly. and say like nah, i would never cheat and i've never you know you know first of all things just happen right you probably didn't set you didn't set out to have that affair with 
Absolutely. You're a guy, right? But shit goes down. And especially with women cheating, it's always like, my brother cheats his wife like shit. And she just got a job out of the house. And I was like, oh, God, I know what's going to happen. She's going to meet another guy. Like, that's what happens. Like, if you don't take care of your woman at home, like, eventually, if you just keep ignoring her. Somebody's going to stray. Well, yeah, if there's a situation, that's why I like to know, like, how it it happened. Like, especially with women, it's not like you're going to walk, a woman's not going to walk in a bar and meet a total stranger and just fuck him, right? It's going to be like most likely a scenario like that happened to you it's like you know and somebody's giving her attention what yeah i was i, I totally agree with that because mm-hmm. like you know i was listening to one of your podcasts and i don't remember who said it but they were like you know women and men are wired differently you mm-hmm. know a woman's not the kind of girl she's not gonna you're right well, walk into a bar and see a guy's bulge and be like oh you yeah, know i'm gonna go take this fuck, guy home right. yeah no way. exactly no, I mean, there was a lot of emotional stress and I didn't, I, yeah, I was physically attracted to this person, but you know what? Like it was more of, I'm not getting what I need to be getting. And it wasn't just sex. It was companionship. It was, it was attention. Like you said, right. you said, oh, he was talking about my body to other people. <sighs> right. Know? And then all that right. foreplay, like that's what women need. They're not like potted plants. You can't keep them in the corner exactly. and give them like little like crumbs and expect them to just like fucking exist you know what I mean eventually something's gonna go down and that's what happened but so you did that you learned but now you're with a guy how long have you been with this guy that you're with now so I mean this has been going on for about 10 months 11 months how long did you stay Um, with the trainer and how did you break up with him was he devastated because he like thought you got like he leaves his wife for you and then you're like oh sorry I'm not gonna like be with he you actually real? you know what he actually went back to her oh he did he did go back to her after i left him and i thought that was pretty funny because i was like that's the only reason you're back with her but that's okay mm-hmm. like you'll end up where you're at again one day mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. because you're not happy you know um right. uh it was just basically because what he had moved um out of state and we tried doing like the long distance thing until he wanted to have like a a serious thing and then I I decided you know I couldn't do that Uh I was like you know I don't want you to come here I don't want to move there I think we just need to go our separate ways good news strictly anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show so if you lead an interesting naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous if you're out and proud that's cool too Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictly anonymous podcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347 420 3579. That's 347 420 Three five seven nine. You could call that number twenty four seven. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. And uh, you know, I've been tagged before in the past as like a relationship. Uh, like a serial relationship mm-hmm. person. You go from I one really, relationship to another. Yes. Uh-huh. And it, it, you know, I've tried, I've tried so hard just to be like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be a relationship. And then the next thing you know, I catch feelings for somebody. You can't and help I, that. That's like, it's like a breed of dog. It's uh, just the way it's that miserable. you are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did that. I did that again. You went and, for, um, right. Uh, so how long, so right after you met, 
after after you ended it with the trainer guy, you met up with this guy that you're with now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was almost instantly, actually, because I was coming home. I, you know, I was seeing this person. We were hanging out every now and then. And then... And you, you thought know, you weren't going to get in a relationship with him, right? Like, you went into that saying, like, I'm not going to be who I normally am and start a relationship. Like, you just wanted to exactly. just do things kind of different, right? Exactly. Because, you know, I was the, I was even living out of town still when I started talking to the guy that mm-hmm. I'm with now. Mm-hmm. I was living out of town. So I would come in town and we would, you know, we would mess around and we would hang out. We would, you know, we'd have drinks and social fun together. Mm-hmm. And then I would leave and we would talk the whole time I'd be out of town. But when he, if he was out doing something... You know, I was just like, do what you want to do. And I mean, yeah, in the back of my head, I was kind of questioning it, like wondering. Mm-hmm. But he he would always try to be like, oh, no, you know, it's it's only you that I want to be with. Like, I don't want to do that any- anymore. I don't want to do that anymore right. because we're talking about somebody that I'm not joking. Um, he's probably a sex addict. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've we've had that conversation multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um and I knew that going into it. That's why I was like, he's going to be great. <laughs> you know? Right, because you thought you were just looking for sex. Exactly. I mean, that's what you that's what you went into it, right? Right. But right. this was someone that you knew. Like, when you say you knew him for, like, those eight years on and off, were you guys friends? Or was he a mutual friend? Was he someone that you uh, worked with? Like, how did you know him? I met him through an ex-boyfriend years ago. They were actually good friends. Mm-hmm. And he was married at the time. Right. Cheated on his wife, like a bunch. And right. So you knew all that- about him. Yeah. Yeah. I knew all about, and you know, I knew him in his younger days. So when he was really young Mm -hmm. and you know, I was like, okay, I'll give him maybe the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he's changed. You know, he say that he, or he says that he's a little bit different. But why would you, but let me ask you this though, too, because I would have thought you went into it more thinking like, I'm not looking for relationship. So what does it matter if he's like a cheater? Right. Because like you're, it's not someone that you'd ever be with or I guess well because I know how I am I think right so that I know how I am Mm -hmm. so because it wasn't just that like I'm even if it was just somebody honestly I don't know if I could ever even just sleep with somebody that was out sleeping with a bunch of random girls right but most likely this was a guy that was doing that but for some reason you sort of thought to yourself like maybe he's not that bad anymore yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I think the worst part about it was I've always considered myself strong, like a strong minded woman, mm-hmm. like not going to put up with any bullshit. Mm-hmm. And he knew that going into this. Oh, yeah. And that's I don't what know they if that love. Was, yeah. That's yeah conquer, I don't know if that was yeah. something that he was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to conquer this, yeah. you know, yeah. and then I'll, you know, because he I remember seeing the beginning when um when we first started dating, he was like, I know that you're not that type of woman that I could, you know, you would never deal with me messing around with anybody else if we were exclusive mm-hmm. and this, you know, and I, I would tell him, yeah, like, you're right. Like I'm one, one and done. Like if you want to do something like that, then you're going to have to, um, we're not going to be exclusive. Like just be right. honest with me. That's all that I ask you to do. Right. And now let me honest. ask you this. Cause you said like two months into it, like you guys are like hooking up, right? You still believe right. that you're not going to get serious with him, but maybe you will, but he starts telling you he loves you and you were right. feeling the same way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was kind of like, this is silly mm-hmm. because I, the relationship that I had just gotten out of, but I did, I did have a very, you know, very strong attraction and I, I, 
you know, and maybe I said I loved him prematurely. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I could still, I could still say that maybe I, but I, I feel like I do now. Yeah, definitely. Right. But so he starts uh, saying that. So that like, so now you guys, I, I'm assuming it changes to be like you guys are in a relationship with each other at that point. Yeah. Yeah. We had decided at that point, you know, that he wasn't going to be with anyone else mm-hmm. and I wasn't going to be with anyone else. And that when I uh, moved back, that it was just going to be us. Mm-hmm. And um, I, that was the biggest mistake is actually really believing that. You know, I because I I believe it now. Like I fell for the bullshit. <laughs> we <laughs> all have. Don't I, worry about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, everybody definitely. falls for it at some point in their life, if not ten times. You know what I mean? Or fifty. Right. I don't know. Read my book. I, I see. We've all been there. But wait a second. So you know, what? Uh, first of all, sex is very powerful. Uh, it's like a you know, if you have like really good chemistry with like you. I'm assuming you guys had like really good chemistry too, right? Oh, like yeah. that was going yes. on. Like we that still kind do. of yeah, that kind of pull with somebody sometimes will keep you going back to like right. the worst person. You know, it's like unfortunate, but it's just the truth, right? And we've all oh, been yeah. there. It's just the way that it goes. Like I always like mm-hmm. the boyfriend that I was the most compatible with and had the best relationship with I was the least sort of sexually attracted to him or the sex wasn't that amazing and so therefore like leaving him wasn't as hard as leaving the guys that I had that sick like chemistry with which you know and I don't know that was always coupled with like the dysfunctional relationships that I had and those were always harder to leave the hardest relationships for me to leave were always the ones that had that intense sexual pull because that kind of sex is really hard to walk away from and it's it definitely mind fucks you you know it's a very powerful thing you know I agree and and for some reason for me I feel like the dysfunction all in itself Mm -hmm. is for some I'm like a magnet to that shit Um, (laughs) what do you mean (laughs) like like in your whole life or just with this guy like you've just become that Uh, way or have you always been that way you know, I'm not going to lie. I think it's almost every relationship, you know, even with, even with my ex, he was just like, um, abusive, you said really, really emotionally abusive. Like we would argue and fight and whatever, but you know, it was almost like it kept it exciting. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. Uh-huh. I just couldn't imagine myself living like in a relationship where nobody fights and nobody like everything is just like here, honey, I'm home. And you'll probably have you know, that when you're like 35. Maybe. Yeah, you're just too young for it. I mean, I would think with kids, though, you just would be so exhausted. Like, how do you have the energy for all that other nonsense on top of it? But you're really, you're super young. So, I mean, I'm older with kids. So, like, I couldn't, I couldn't (laughs) even. I was talking to my friend the other day, like, if anybody that has kids ever, like, has sex with their husband, like, I don't know how they do it. Like, I mean, I don't have one ounce of, like, energy left at the end of the day. (laughs) I'm so glad I have a baby and no guy to blow at the end of the night. You know, the fact that you have kids and and you're like having affairs and you're fucking two guys at the same yeah, time. Like I give you credit. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that's fun. That's what your twenties are all about. You know? Yeah. So, just fucking up. But <laughs> yeah. And learning and you have the energy for it. And you have the bandwidth to like deal with right. that extra drama and all that shit, you know? And, you'll get out of that stuff when you're a little bit older because you're always going to be a relationship person. That's who you are. And then you will evolve into that. But this is what you have to learn. It's probably like issues from your, with your dad. Okay. Like, I'm sorry. Probably. It's like, it sounds <laughs> cliche too, but that's, we. it's, it, or it could be your mother. Like, I mean, I know for myself, when I look at my relationships, like half my life was spent dating men like my father. And then my other right. half was dating men like my mother. 
okay? okay. Like with her bad qualities because my both right. my parents are fucked up. So, you know, you could, it yeah. could be just like a, a mom, you know, it could, it's, it's yeah. really, that shit really affects you. I've had, I've had people say that to me before because, um, you know, and I'm not going to lie. Um, it's funny that this is the reason why I would be calling in uh-huh. because in my relationships, usually I was the cheater. So, so you've always cheated the... besides um, this one with your guy or you just feel it or just that one. Have you cheated in the past before? You know, I've only, because I've been a relationship person, and when I get into a relationship, it's like long relationships. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I've I've really only had like three or four like relationships, and I would say two out of four of them, yeah, cheated you cheated. On them. And, and the last one, yeah, probably two or two or three times. The your husband? You mean you cheated on yeah. him two or three? So before the trainer, you cheated on him as well, or after? Yeah, when we were like dating. Oh, we okay. And like yeah. that kind of cheating was it was it because there's different kinds of cheating. And I know like I'm like totally not a cheater, but I've cheated. Right. And I know that that sounds yeah. so ridiculous and people there's would call bullshit to it. Cheating. Yeah. Yeah. But there's like, a cheating where you're like, um, I haven't seen my boyfriend or my husband in six months, so I need to get laid. Or there's the cheating where it's like, hey, honey, I'm going out to get ice cream. I get fucked and then come back home. So like when you were cheating on your husband when you were dating, were you doing it in that way? Or were you doing it like super manipulative, like everything was great and you were just behind his back, like screwing, you know, his friends? And no, shit? no, no, no. It was always when he was gone. When when he was here, we actually we did well. Mm-hmm. Um it was always when he would go away for these lengthy and when I mean lengthy, I mean like a year at a time. Uh uh Um, and then at that point we would start arguing and fighting and then the turmoil would be too much. And I would be like, okay, fuck this. Uh I'm too young for this. Cause he was older. He's older than me. How old is he? He, um, he is 39. Right. Uh So, you know, in my head I was like, you know, I'm too young for this. Like, I'm not dealing with this bullshit. Like, I don't have to be alone and fighting. Like, right. it'd, it'd be one thing to be alone and be, you know, have a great relationship where we're communicating and, you know, you can be loving and supportive when I didn't have that. Uh-huh. Um, so I kind of gave myself an excuse in the back of my head. <laughs> right. Basically, is what I was doing. I was giving myself an excuse to go fuck somebody else, um, uh-huh. which was not right. That's not right. Yeah, but that's, uh-huh. what, I mean, you wouldn't have been doing it any other. Most people don't do stuff knowing it's terrible ahead of time right do you know what I mean <laughs> right yeah we all rationalize yeah. it so we could have a good time and do what we want to do because like we're everyone's fucked up in one way or another you know that's what life's yeah. about so you cheat on him you cheat on the other guy let's talk about this relationship because I know this is this is what you really need you're looking for advice right because you're kind of trapped in a relationship with a guy how do you find out that he cheated on you by the way, like, when did that start? You know, and this is, uh, I swear it's almost like karma is coming back and getting <laughs> me right now. I swear to God. So I moved back here and uh, we were dating. Uh, like, it was to the point where he was almost staying at my um, at my place. Uh-huh. Uh, he, worked, he worked a nighttime job. So uh-huh. um, he was a, I, I will go ahead and say this because this is actually a large part of the problem. It was right. a cab. He's a cab driver. Uh huh. So he would like fuck with, his like people that got in his cabs. Yeah. Is he yeah. a very and good looking year, cab driver? Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. is he going to want a scale of one to 10? I mean, how old is I, I he? Would, he's 31. Okay. And he's 31. I, I would say he's like an eight. He's an eight. I mean, he's good. He's very good looking. He's very fit. Like, uh-huh. very, uh, 
good attitude, like that like attitude that, too. Oh yeah. yeah. And very, you know, um, he's that guy when you walk in the room, like naturally you gravitate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because, you know, he's just got a good, he's got a good personality. Mm-hmm. So. so he's a cab driver and he's working nights and <sighs> you're dating him two months. You guys decide to be exclusive, right? Now, did you trust him in the beginning? Even though you knew no. all the stuff? No. So you went no, in like totally didn't. not trusting him even before you found out. I did it. And I would actually, I would actually joke around about it. I would be like, he would say stuff like, oh, I'm only going to be with you. And I would tell him, oh, bullshit. Like, don't even, don't do that to me. Like, I'm not that girl. Like, I'm not going to go all crazy on you. You know, like you can do what you want. And then he would get upset with me because I would be so nonchalant about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, by the time I had actually moved back here and we were seeing each other on and off when I would come into town, it was, it was, we were like four months into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I had moved back and he was staying here almost every night. Um, in about two months, I would say after I had moved back and things were getting, you know, he was staying here all the time. We mm-hmm. were spending, I, he was around my kids, which is another big thing for me. Yeah. Um, and he was great, great with them. Um, I had found a text message. <clears throat> I found a text message in his phone and the text message was basically saying that he was a piece of shit for being at my house <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, that he needed to go to church. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I instantly, I was just like, what, what the fuck is this? You know, I kind of, I did, I didn't go crazy. I was really proud of myself. Um, mm-hmm. I was just like, you know, what, what is this? And I just told him, I was like, you know, you need to leave until we figure this out. But how did well, you find it? Quote unquote. Like, did you go I looking? Mean, was it just right there and it popped up? Is he his sloppy? Phone, yeah. Like his phone, it was crazy because his phone went off and it was right in front of my face. Cause I was holding the, I was standing by the TV and uh-huh. I was trying to fix it. Yeah. So it was literally like eye level with me. I'm not joking. Right. Like it was like that. It was destined to happen. Um, and it came up and it, you know, it said, it even said the girl's name because oh he's my a cab God. driver. Yeah. He's so, so dumb though. Most guys that are massive cheaters are smarter than that. Like they have like yeah. extra phones. They put people in as fake names. You know what I mean? Like you're telling me. Yeah. So um, it was her real name. And she, did she use your name? Like, why are you at, like, did she? Yeah. Yeah. your name yes yeah, she knew she knew all about me she knew all about me um a, about a week went by and it was just like turmoil we were just like arguing because i was trying to get well what did he say when you confronted he, oh him? he denied 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 yeah. um it's my it's my friend um <laughs> it's my it's my roommate who was a girl he had a girl roommate at the time yeah. um it's my roommate's best friend blah 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 you know all that good stuff yeah and uh, I was just like, I'm not falling for it. I called her. Okay. I just called her. How'd you get her number from his phone? I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what and what went down said, on that phone call? She told me. Um, I was just like, you know what? Why don't you just be honest with me? Because you probably didn't know about me. She's like, no, I knew about you. And uh, I said, <laughs> really? She you knew, knew that you were the girlfriend, or like, what? yeah, she knew. And she was like, um, he told me that he was leaving you, and that you know you guys were over. And I was thinking, really, because you know I didn't know anything about this. You know, we everything as far as I knew, we were good. And oh yeah, he was lying to her. Of course, yeah. of course. You know, he was playing both fields. Yeah. Um, so. Then, so, I mean, the the ball drops here is where, you know, we really start sitting down and I'm like, look, 
I was like, I've been in your shoes before. Like, I don't know what you were doing when I was gone. Like if you were seeing this person or what, you know, how this all played out, but just be honest with me. Like, can, I, can you just please come clean with me right now? Uh-huh. Um, and let's see what we can mend. And I said, like, let's go from here. And he said, I don't know if you're ready for that. And at that point mm. I was like, fuck, you know, mm-hmm. like really? And at that point he had told me that he had been seeing this person, um, for over two months Mm -hmm. and she was basically living at his house because (laughs) yeah she was basically living at his house because his girl roommate lived there and it was her friend but he was fucking her Mm -hmm. and where he would I would work first shift and he would work third shift he would come over here spend time with me and then when I was going to bed he would go over there if he wasn't busy at work and he would hang out with her all night oh my God. and I mean he um, he was living a double life totally. it was a double life a complete double life it's interesting though that he told her about you I wonder if she knew because of the you know what I mean like he probably I wonder why she got the real story and you didn't. Like, I'm like, she, cause she it, was, cause she knew the roommate. Is that why? And the roommate knew already. No, no, no. So we had to. She was not the type of person he wanted to be with. She was just a slut. Right. Like, I'm going to be real with you. She, mm-hmm. and she was not the type of woman that he wanted to be like future. I'm a, I'm a future type of woman. Like I will probably, I have a lot going for me. Right. You know, I'm, I'm successful. I have, I have good things, a good future ahead of me. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got my head on my shoulders. This girl was just there. She was like one that if you turn around, I'll suck your dick. Just let me spend time with you. You know, she's right. very needy, mm-hmm. very, um, just a lot of problems going on with that girl. Right. Right. So, so, she, but, so she was living at his house and he came very clean with you. Like I'm surprised because normally yeah. like they, you know, you, even when you get the truth, you don't really get the truth, but he really right. told you the real deal. No, I mean, down, down to, he had, he had called her on three way with me and told her everything, told her that he was in love with me, that he had made a mistake by. Oh my God. What did she say? <laughs> She was like, you're not in love with her. You're not a one woman man. Um, (laughs) Else you wouldn't be doing this. And he, uh, he said, no, like I used you. Like I used all the other whores is exactly what he said. He said, Joe, I don't want to say that, but names. Yeah. But uh, he was just like, you were nothing to me. You were just like all the other ones. Mm -hmm. You know, this girl, I'm in love with this girl. I want a future with this girl and I hurt her and I want to make it right. Mm hmm. So, so when um, he says all the other whores, does that mean that he was cheating on you with a brand of multiple people? No, I think and he was basically saying like she knew his past too. Mm-hmm. He had a past and I'm telling you like his past, like he was a very well-known, like, you know, he had slept around mm-hmm. and so multiple women was in his past and she knew about that too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he just had a way of getting with women, like picking up women. And, right. uh, she was, he was just trying to like relay that message to her. Like, Hey, you're just another woman that I was trying to get inside your head, manipulate. And I did. Mm-hmm. And now this is the situation that we're in and I don't want to see you anymore. Well, let me ask you this. He used the words like get in your head and manipulate you. Cause normally it's like, just get in your pants and fuck you. Get in your head and manipulate you is like a whole other story. Is that what he said or did you just like paraphrase that? I, I don't know if he said that exactly. I mean, he was just basically like, I mean, the way he 
was talking to her on the phone was just basically like, I treated you like all the other whores. Right. I would think he manipulated you more in your head. Yeah. Just fucked her. Yeah, that's true. I mean, because the only reason why I ask is because I think it would be very telling if he did say that because it is kind of what he does to women right like you know oh very um, but very manipulative i mean it goes even further because there was you know and then after that after that point i was like okay well shit you know he came out and he was honest with me i've been in your shoes it's not that easy mm-hmm. like what you just what you did you were honest with me like that shit's hard and I tried to use like my past experiences with cheating right. to be like, right. okay, mm-hmm. I know you're not a shitty person and I know that you're capable of changing because I know for the right person, I wouldn't cheat. Mm-hmm. Like, but right. his type of cheating and my type of cheating. Very different. Yeah. And he's a guy and you're a girl. Oh, so it's not, you can't, yeah, it's like, like he a, was literally apples and oranges. like go, yeah. leaving my house after fucking me and go fuck her. Like, I'm. Like and you that. guys, everything was great in your relationship. He wasn't doing yes. it because of the same reason you were. Do you understand? Absolutely. He was doing it Absolutely. just because he, you know, he likes variety. <laughs> Yeah. Unfortunately, like a lot of guys. And if a guy is that way, they're they're not changing anytime soon. Right. Right. So So what, how does it get worse? It got worse because he didn't end up, he didn't stop talking to her. How did you, how do you know that? Like, how did you find out? Like, did you start becoming like, cause I know when I stayed with this one guy who cheated on me, I became like a super snooper. Like, I mean, I was like, cause I I became so psychotically like, you know, distrustful that I turned into a crazy person. Like you hate to feel that way. Right. Because it's just like, it's terrible. Um, But I would just, and I didn't even hide my snooping. Like I would be like looking through his drawers while he was sitting on his bed, like looking for shit, you know? (laughs) I would just be, I would just be like, hand me your phone. (laughs) Yeah, 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 exactly. That's what I mean. (laughs) Like like, I'm this crazy bitch because you made me this way. Yeah, 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 here it is. Here it is. Fucking eat it up. Um, So yeah, um, I would, we ended up getting on the same phone bill because it was like this thing where he's like, oh, I'm going to prove to you that you can trust me. Like, I want you to have access to all facets of my life. Like, here's my Oh my phone. God, he's like, so go dumb. Ahead. And he's still like yeah. hooking up with her and he gives you all that and he didn't even stop. Well, no, I think, I do think for a while he did. Okay. I do think for a while he did stop. Mm-hmm. But see, then what happened was um, one day I seen on the phone bill that he had called her work. Mm-hmm. And uh, she worked third shift as well. And right. She called, he called her work and they were on the phone for like 30 minutes. Uh huh. Um, her husband, because she was married, um, ended up contacting me, and we we actually one night all got on the phone. We were all he was he was sitting here with me. She was sitting there with them. They were swearing up and down. They weren't seeing each other. I think it was all bullshit. He, I, I mean, it just basically comes down to I don't think that they were really stopped. Mm -hmm. I don't think that they were really stopped fucking. Um. Maybe until like the last few months. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I do think that they stopped at that point because I was just like, you know, we had broke up for a few weeks and we were just kind of having problems. And, um, but you know, if it wasn't, if she's not the only issue and that's what I'm saying is that I just, I, for some reason I can't grasp my head around it, but I can't get enough to be like, okay, this person's not going to stop. You know, it it was just like he just moved in with me. He just did recently. Ah, uh, yeah. Even after all the that. stuff that you know. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he was like, "Oh, I have this apartment, and that's the that's the you know." We would argue, and I would leave, and I would go there, and that gave me an excuse or a reason to find 
someone to be with. So if I don't have that, I won't do that. And I'm thinking right, I see. that's okay. not a good excuse, but okay, like we'll see where it goes. Yeah, totally. Cause you, you're at this point, you, you can't get out of it. Right. Like you're, yeah. So I'm just like, fuck, like I care about you. Like mm-hmm. if you think that that's going to help, like we're going to do it. But if not, like, we're, I don't know, like, what do we, what do we do from there? Right. So he moves in here he was here for like, I'm, I'm telling you less than two weeks. We got into an argument one day and the next day I was sitting here with him and I picked up his phone and this girl had texted him. It was a cat. It was a cab ride. Mm-hmm. And she was like, she was basically saying, um, I'm not that kind of girl. You know, if you think you're going to come on to me like that, um, that it doesn't work for me. So I started texting her. I was texting her like I was him because I was interested. Like, what the fuck is this conversation about? Yeah. And she was like, oh, you know, when you were telling me that you were going to bend me over the couch. And I mean, the conversation apparently was really deep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, at that point, I was literally just looking at him and I was like, fuck, you know, like, is this ever going to stop? Like, I've gotten to that point, like, where I'm just like, I'm helpless. Mm-hmm. Because I really don't feel like he's ever going to stop. But yet he's sitting here and he's like crying on his knees to me telling me like, I need you. Like, I love you. Like, I'm going to change. You're not giving me a chance. You're not giving me a chance. Oh, God. And he always finds an excuse. You know, before it was, oh, you know, you and your husband's divorce, it's not final. So I didn't think you were serious about a relationship. How did Um, the whole sex addict thing come into play? Does he use that as a, because I I believe that exists. So I'm not even saying that it's. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely do. Uh I absolutely do. And does he believe that about himself too as well? I think there was a point, uh, yeah, we've had that conversation multiple times mm-hmm. where he was like, I have a problem, like, I'm fucking sick in my head, mm-hmm. you know, like. He's like damaged goods, too. He, I mean, he acts like it's, um, he's like, I don't know why I do it. We just got into, we get into arguments and I make stupid choices because I'm scared to be alone. My doctor guy, you have to listen to doctor guy's episode. Um, he does the same thing and he cops to it and he does it all the time when he's when he's with a girl and he's like a super player, but some damaged guys are doing the same thing. It's not just like a regular guy like, oh, he needs variety and, you know, every now and then he fucks somebody else. When it's a serial shit and it's like like this guy, it's like he's yeah. no different than I was when I was younger. Right. He's like he needs help and he's fucked up and he's real insecure and the yeah. way he deals with feeling not okay is he goes and fucks other people. And that's where he gets his right. like strength from and his whatever. And that's because he's st- truly not a strong person. He has an, and the, the unfortunate part of that or is that to really change that yeah. about yourself is really difficult and takes a really long time. Right. And it, yeah. and what you have to do to really do that. I mean, for me, I had to quit drinking because I was alcohol was my the only way I could really go out and fuck all these people and do what I did and sabotage constantly was with alcohol. Right? right. And so if I didn't have that, I just couldn't fuck random people I didn't like. So I just it's like I didn't have my kryptonite anymore. So it was like going clean. So, you know, for for other people, it's like I believe they have to do the same thing. You know, like that guy right. would have to just when he has a feeling or you guys have a fight and he feels whatever he feels that he can't deal with he would just have to sit with it and like to do that is really hard because what 
the the impulse to go and cheat is so conscious. Like he's not even consciously aware. Like it's so deep seated that shit that it's really hard right. to switch around. I mean, he would need to go to hardcore therapy, right? And yeah, he would and need, he said he would. Okay, he that's would. a start. And he would need to. He right. would probably do well going to like a a sex addicts like meeting. You know, because right. that's actually very, those meetings are actually really helpful. I mean, when I quit drinking, I went to some AA meetings and it just wasn't for me to go to long term. But it's always like really great when you go to a place and you hear other people talking that you could relate to and you're like, oh my God, I'm not the only person like this. And you hear people saying exactly the same shit that you, you that you've done. Like, it's just like, it's really, it's really good. You know, it could be really helpful for him, but it's just a matter of if that's right. where he's at. If he really wants to change and he knows that this is like a defect you know he can and i believe that anybody can change it just takes a while and it just it's just a matter of like can you deal like with yourself like it's one thing to help someone change like that who's your friend but to be in a relationship with somebody while they're going through that because it's not like he's going to magically just stop tomorrow right right you're just going to have to keep going nuts until he really changes but you know he can i mean is it worth it for you like how crazy does he make you i don't know i mean i feel like it is i feel like it is because i mean i care enough to be here right now you know and that says a lot i think all in itself right but do you think let me ask you this because like do you think it's that you care about him or do you think you're like slightly addicted to him as well i love him and they're they're is nothing okay but let me just tell you this okay this is what i believe and i think maybe oprah would agree with me like you can't (laughs) get to love unless you go through trust okay so the fact that you haven't trusted this guy from day one i would say you probably don't really love him okay you cannot love someone that you do not trust you have to that comes before love i just believe that i think i read that somewhere like i think that that's a true fact do you know what i mean like i don't think i'm making that up do you understand i have trust issues that's why i've never loved anyone because like i can't get past that you know what i mean you have to get past that to get to love you don't love this guy i think you i'm sure you care very much for him you probably love him on some level but is it love like in the sense that you think it is no. Okay. He's been nothing but, you know, I mean, come on. It's like, um, but I, I know that you feel that way. And like I said, like on some level, you're like in denial and you have to be because it's the only way you could stay in this relationship, right? Because once you break, once you break into reality, you're going to look back and be like, what the hell was I thinking? Like, you're not even going to know who you were, right? Because you're like in a crazy land right now. Like yeah. if you, you know, you go back and listen to this podcast and you hear how you say <laughs> how happy you are and it's just, you don't really right. care and you, you, right. you just don't look at his phone, but yet you know, you, you're going to see it very differently, you know, but you have to see it the way that you do right now because you're, you're not ready to leave. But one day he's going to keep doing it, right? I'm sorry. This is my prediction. And I love being wrong, right? So I can't wait yeah. till you update me. I hope you update me a year from now will, and say like, Kathy, sure. you're wrong. Like things change. He hasn't cheated. You know, what I believe will happen is like, he, there's going to be like that straw that breaks the camel's back. Like he will not stop and you will eventually 
get sick of it. That strength that you have as a person that you say that you are, that, you know, he, you can't believe this happened to you will eventually you'll be able to summon that up and you will not be able to take it anymore. And you will have a breaking point and you will leave him and you will eventually move on. And then you will see it very differently and you'll see it more clearly. And you will feel like you got out of jail and you'll be so happy to be out of this because these kind of relationships are torturous you f- you're wow. very trapped they have a pull to them like nobody's business so you know you're rationalizing everything you can to make yourself stay in a situation that on some level you know is t- totally not right and now you're moving him in and you'll do anything right and we've all been there you know and that's just a sign for you that you need to work on yourself too okay it's like you I know do. I do and I know you know the relationship I have, I have my own problems in relationships and I Mm -hmm. can identify them as well. But, you know, so when I have somebody that is next to me that has their own relationship issues and I'm like, okay, I'm not as fucked up standing next to this. Well, that right. But that's what people do so that they don't have to work on themselves. Right. Right. Like I do. I do want to work on it. Yeah. So don't focus on let him, let him go. Right. But instead of getting so caught up in all of his stuff and changing him, to focus more on yourself and work on yourself and then just let your relationship play out like it is. Like right now it's tolerable for you, right? And he's moved in with you and he did try it's and cheat once. Phase. What? It's a weird it's just like a weird phase right now because right now like it is. It's a weird phase because he's like, Okay, I wanna go to therapy. I do wanna get help and mm-hmm. I do I want to be I wanna get this right. Like I wanna have a family. Like he's talking like future stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, listen, you're probably the, like you said, like, you know, like you, you're more relationship type of person. You have kids, like you're more successful, probably like he probably maybe did always pick girls that were sort of beneath him that he didn't really want anything. And you're probably like the first girl that he had, has a feeling that they're like, that he could maybe have all these things that he always probably really wanted right but he just was so compulsive in his own shit right that he couldn't sort of get there and he was always doing the wrong thing right and so now he meets you and maybe you are the best girl he ever met and he really wants to change it's just going to be very difficult you know so it's just like that's what's tough like I remember I used to go to there my therapist would always say like both things exist into the same person like sometimes like someone's like this amazing person and they're really those good qualities exist and then they have these terrible things you know I mean he probably does really care about you and really wants to change he just you just have to keep him on that like he has to do that for you to stay with him and I would keep on that but I would also do some work on yourself at the same time I just don't know like how do you keep someone because that to me it's demeaning to me because I'm like why am I not enough you know why am I not enough? yeah see that's the worst that to me I believe is the worst part of like staying in a relationship where you're being cheated on because you start to tell yourself a story that isn't really real, right? You are enough. It's something's wrong with him. Do you understand? Nobody's enough. His mommy fucked him up, okay? Like he has his own issues, okay? So it's not about you, but there's no way that's that's Every woman, man, anyone that's in that situation, that's what you're going to think. And that's what's the most unhealthy part of staying in this relationship because it chips at your self-esteem. 
like really hardcore because you feel that way. And even though I could tell you a million times that it's not that you're not enough, that that guy has a, it's like an empty valve. It's like he's pouring water into a cup and there's a hole in it. Like it will never be right. filled. Do you understand? He has a serious problem um, and you cannot fix it. It's his own thing to fix. It's not, no woman right. will come in and do that. But I know when you're in it, it feels that way. And that's a story that you're telling yourself and he's mm-hmm. perpetuating it. And then it's going to make you feel even worse about yourself. And it's just, it's like a, it's like a ride, you, a bad fucking ride you can't get off on. And it's like, it's, yeah. and I those see. thoughts are terrible for you as a woman, mm-hmm. as a young woman, you know, that has everything going for her, has always been in a relationship. There's no reason for you to be feeling that way, especially right. when it's not true, you know? Um, but that's, mm-hmm. that's, and that's not, good. that's a bad, that's a byproduct of staying in a situation like this, especially because he, you know, it's not a one-time thing, you know, after 10 years of marriage, like sometimes you could like, you know, this is like an, a thing that he's been doing since day one and he has not stopped, you know? Mm-hmm thing I think of is because hey you know like that's what I tell him I'm like I'm coming out of a six-year marriage like I know how rough shit gets after year five or you know later on in the marriage god imagine 20 years I couldn't even imagine Uh so if you're cheating on me now and we're not even a year into a relationship what are you going to be doing to me in 10 years when when sex gets boring (laughs) oh my god yeah please please first of all it's not going to happen he's not capable of staying with anyone for 10 months okay look he's cheating on you this whole time he's he's like i said he's got uh he's got a serious hole inside of him that is will never be filled and he's got to figure that out and like i said for him to figure out what's wrong with himself and fix it he'd have to stop sleeping with all women he has to put down all his addictions like it's hard work and listen i hope he does that i I, i've done it i've seen people do it and people can do it you know it just takes a really long time to become whole when you're broken like that and do you want to feel terrible about yourself for the next five years I don't know. I mean, because it's going to take its toll on you, you know, because you're starting to believe that you're not good enough. You just said that out loud. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I've I mean, I'm not in denial about that. Like, I can definitely say, like, since I've been with him, um, it's taken a toll on me mentally, Uh physically. I've I've gained weight. Totally. Um, Because you don't feel good about yourself. You, Yeah, I don't feel as pretty. um, 100%. It's terrible. I've been in your position, I'm telling you. It's like, it's not, that's why I, I call bullshit on the fact that you're not like that you're more happy than not because you know to not feel good about yourself to be putting on weight to not feel pretty as a woman to not feel attracted you know is terrible that to me is torture because you're taking away from who you really are um because of his own problems and you're and you're making him yours and that's like a deserving thing on your end you know what I mean like why you have to think to yourself like why are you why do you want to like sort of play out that story in your head? Cause it's, you know, it's maybe that's something that, you know, is from your childhood. I don't know. That's what you need to go to therapy for. You need to start therapy just so you could stop those thoughts because it's just not yeah. good for you, you know, cause it's only going to get worse. It'll oh, yeah. only get worse. You know, it's funny. I, I, I've had so many people, my close friends, mm-hmm. and they always tell me like the reason you stay in these crazy, 
you know, unhealthy relationships are because your mom and dad, Mm -hmm. you know, my mom and my mom and dad were together for 22 years and they cheated on each other. I mean, I remember multiple times, you know, my dad walking out of my mom cheating and then she would take him right back. Like it was nothing. Oh my God. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. We play out, we play out what we see and we try to fix it. And you know what I mean? Because that's what we do. Cause that's what we know. And that's the story that you saw growing up. That's what relationships were to you. And like, to me, it's like really major that you have like, you know, you always were the Mm -hmm. cheater before, but now this one came in and is really like your parents relation. This is like, the one for you to conquer. This is like the real deal. See, that's how you have to look at it. My last guy that I was with was like yeah. my father, my mother. He was like the worst person. It was like, and I never was more attracted to him. I was never, I was the hardest thing for me to get out of. Like, it was like everything it was the biggest test that I I could ever go through. You know what I mean? And when I finally was able to get out of that, it was the biggest accomplishment, right? And I feel like I broke a huge pattern in my life by doing it. And it was so powerful, but I believe it was like really the best thing that I could have ever gone through, right? And that's what you could look at this. That's the positive thing that's going to come out of this. You know, this is exactly what went down in your childhood. And it's like right in front of your face. Yeah, I mean, basically, basically. And And your mother stayed with him. She stayed with him for a very long time. And it's... (laughs) It's so terrible because now, you know, the, she does this thing where she, she uh, will see me in these relationships and she always takes his side. Like I'll tell her what happened and she'll be like, oh, you know, you're overreacting. You're doing this. You're doing that. Oh, I can't even. Right. Of course, because that's who, um, that's who she always was. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She makes it seem okay. You know, she's, she makes it seem like I'm doing something wrong and I'm overreacting and oh, Oh, yeah. And even more than her telling you that, trust me, you picked up on that when you were a child too, right? So it's just like, you know, so that's why in one sense, who you are is the strong woman, like how you described yourself before, but then you have this bullshit that was put on you when you were young and that's what you're acting out on. You really need help, professional help to be able to work through this and learn and grow from it because that's really what it's in your life for. What happens between you and him? Who knows? I don't know. I believe it won't work out. I hope for your sake, it doesn't work out and you can get yourself out of the relationship because I think life's too short to be with somebody, especially listen, if you had kids with him and you were with him for 10 years, I I would say it's worth it. You know what I mean? By the year to 10 months, you have your babies, you're, you're, you go meet somebody. You'll eventually meet a better guy. You don't have to work for 10 years before he's a good guy. You know what I mean? Like what's the, why waste all that time with him? You just stay friends with him and help him. But I don't know right now. I I wouldn't think that he's someone that's safe to date, especially with STDs too. I mean, forget it. We haven't, can't even get into that. You know what I mean? Like who knows what he's getting and he's fucking. And trust me, I've talked to a lot of guys like him. Okay. Like these girls that you know on the phone could be the tip of the iceberg. You don't even know. Okay. Oh, I, the the sad thing is, is I truly in my heart, I know that there's more, you know, I'm not, I'm not stupid to believe that the only time that a girl texts his phone is when I have it in my hand. You don't know that he's not fucking guys. Okay. I've heard it all on my podcast. (laughs) I mean, you laugh, but you don't know what this guy does to, you know, compulsively when he's not feeling okay. And his sex addiction is in full fledged and he's a cab driver. You don't know with someone like that. So you have to be careful 
because you know it's you really don't know so you have to at this point like I said just try to get them like you know really try to figure out why you're in this relationship you know and really you really need a professional help because as much as I tell you your parents and your friends and whatever a therapist that really knows like whether they do something different that it's like it really makes a difference as long as you find the right one and a really good one it will really help you and you know and help you maybe move on from this relationship or figure out a better way for you to deal with it while you're in it because it's not good to feel the way that you do but it makes sense when you talk about like your parents relationship and everything it's like you're you're fucked you're involved in this situation and you can't get out and I've been there but you can get out I'm telling you right now you're with him he's living with you you guys are together you love him he loves you your guys are working through it and you know you'll you'll do what you have to do but like I predict it doesn't last but I you know (laughs) sorry who knows I don't like I said I love to be proven wrong you never know right and I think he does need help I think it's great that he knows that he needs help Um, yeah yeah, and that's 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 big no, that's big. You know, that's that's major. Like, that's really major. A lot of guys... How old is he again? 31? He's 31, yeah. Yeah, a lot of guys don't... Uh, they would just be that way. So I think, like, I think that that's actually the good news, you know? But I think you both yeah. need help at the same time. Because as messed up as he is, you're... You have to believe that you're that messed up too, but just on a different level. Like, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but I, you know, wish you luck. I definitely want you to keep me posted. Um, I will. I'll email you and, you know, if anything changes, I'll, uh, I'll definitely let you know and maybe yeah. I can give you an update. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I mean, like, I like yeah, to have ongoing sure. sagas because this is like a situation that it's in the middle. You know what I mean? I like stories that have a beginning, a middle and an end. You know, I want to know what happens, you know? So like, you know, in a couple months, keep me post it and even if it's like you know whether you find like massive more cheating or like he goes to therapy like that's the kind of like big milestones that like I'd like to hear about in the future and so we'll figure so we could like keep track of what goes down Mm -hmm. okay diamond I like that name diamond (laughs) all right diamond good luck thank you I'll talk to you soon okay bye bye do you have a story lifestyle or situation you can't talk about to anyone to anyone or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show well strictly anonymous wants to hear from you send us an email strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name and remember everything is strictly anonymous strictly anonymous